0: And you know, uh, June is, of course, the month of gay. It's the month of gay. But it's also the month of people screaming about gay. Like people screaming in opposition to it. You know, it, it just kind of, uh, you know, it just makes everything that much louder. And the reason people are screaming at it is because there's so much of it. It's being painted on so thick over and over again. And it's just intensified. And so you have people that are screaming about it. And then so it becomes the month where that's all they talk about too. And I've I just kind of tuned it out. At this point, all this stuff really is just noise to me. The rainbow flags. I think I said on here a while back, I've just accepted that Hey, the rainbow belongs to that now. And you know what? I didn't really like the rainbow to begin with. I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love a good natural rainbow. I like a natty rainbow. All about a natty rainbow. I like a good natural rainbow. But as far as the imagery as a symbol goes, yeah, it's got some cool stuff like Norse mythology, rainbow bridge, That kind of thing but as just a symbol that you put on stuff especially a just the most common stylized version of that which is most of what you see you know most of what you see is just the cartoon stylized rainbow and it always looks like a cartoon and I guess it would because it's just all the primary colors it's what you see like it's play school like you can tell the the little kid section of a toy store cuz it's you just see every primary color together just here's all the primary colors and i've just never thought that looks good yeah it looks good when it's a rainbow in the sky but when you when you just see like any any kind of object or toy or symbol and it's just all the primary colors together it's just and especially a rainbow cuz it's it's so generic it's just stripes of, of all the main colors, all of the primary colors. Um, so I, I really have no desire to use the rainbow myself for anything. And I've just kind of accepted that, oh yeah, that belongs to gay now. The rainbow belongs to gay. And let them have it. Like Let it be known that that's the symbol of gay. Um. I mean, it's, it's like different symbols get owned. It's, you think about the cross. You know, we have such a strong association with the cross. We know what it means. We know what it represents. We know which religion uses it, which religions use it. And nobody's like, oh, I wish I could use the cross. People do. People appropriate the cross, but you can't really use the cross without it bringing something to mind. Like, you can't draw a cross in your artwork without someone going, oh, it's Christian symbolism. Oh, like, I noticed there's a little symbolism because there's a cross. So oh, this must this must be a statement on uh, Christianity, right? You know, people are going to assume that about it. Either they're going to think it's Christian, they're going to think it's a statement about Christianity, or something, something mixed in there. If they see a cross on something, or they're going to think it's kind of like a cool... Uh, The way Black Sabbath uses crosses, the sort of ambiguous use of crosses. But either way, it's a a statement of some kind. You're either saying I'm a Christian or this is a statement of some kind about Christianity. But that's just a fact. It's you can't use that without it being seen that way. There's really no fresh way like the Christian cross, like the T style cross. There's no way to use that and have anybody ever think of anything else ever again about it. Swastika. The swastika got owned some decades ago and you can't see it, you can't use it. All context is gone, all interpretation is gone. If they see anything even resembling a swastika, it doesn't matter, that's enough. And uh, you know, it's just kind of a fact. Yeah, yeah. There's people out there who are like, "Oh, well, you know, you know, it's an ancient symbol. It was used by all sorts of cultures around the world, and it meant something completely different." The people who say that, in reality, they just want to use a swastika. That's true. And you know, that's that's a good point. But it's also, hey, I also just kind of want to use a swastika. And why wouldn't you really like as a symbol on its own, like you, without even assigning any meaning to it, it is a pretty incredible symbol. I don't, it's funny that even saying that would be controversial, you know, just that that shape is a striking shape out of all of the the simple line symbols that we've made, that one is particularly striking. So I think people are drawn to it. I mean, obviously, an entire country thought that that was a symbol worth putting on their flag, worth putting on everything. So why wouldn't the human eye? It's, I mean, it's like crosses. People are drawn to crosses. You know, there's people who don't even... they. There's people out there, I'm probably one of them, who wish that you could find a way to use that cross they wouldn't come across like you were making a statement of some kind. Like, I wish I could draw something and put the cross in. I mean, there was one time where I did. I, I drew a picture of Russell Wilson, the Seahawks quarterback. And uh, I put this cross next to him. It wasn't even well done or anything. I just, I needed to put something kind of in the background. So I ended up being a cross and he, he is a Christian, a pretty outspoken Christian. Uh, but I really wasn't making a statement of any kind It just, I don't know. It kind of fit. It was like a drawing of the Seahawks quarterback in my style. I mean, I even put kind of a pentagram on his Jersey. Like I, it was kind of subtle. I, I didn't even consciously do it. Like I'm going to put a pentagram. I was just kind of drawing lines. It was on like the tag of his shirt on the front of football jerseys have like a little NFL symbol down around the collar at the, the base of the collar. And, uh, I wanted to put something different in there that wasn't just normal. And so I think it ended up being a a pentagram type shape, but I didn't, I wasn't thinking like, Oh, this is going to be a pentagram. And when I look back on it, it feels stupid where I'm like, there's a cross and a pentagram. That's stupid. That's not, that's not what I was thinking. Like I wasn't thinking I was going to do that. I wasn't thinking about doing that while I was doing it. But the, uh, the cross anyway, I've had people be like, Oh, they they think that means something. Like no, it's just Russell Wilson's a Christian. I wasn't even thinking that heavily about it. It just kind of made sense to put a cross there. It's what we call. It made sense to put a cross there. But anyway, uh, I, I've had people comment on that a few times, and you know, no, I'm not offended. I'm not bothered. I appreciate that they have anything to say about something I did at all. But it is it just I'm just like, oh no, that's not what that is. that's not what I meant, like oh, it's just oh, I'm guessing the cross means something. I'm guessing there's some significance to the cross, you know, and I'm just like, ah, come on, sometimes a cross is just a cross, it is a Christian cross. It is it is relevant that Russell Wilson's Christian, that is kind of part of the reason why I put the cross there, it just made sense, but there's nothing really more to it than that. But that's my whole point, is just that you can't draw a cross and divorce it from what it brings to mind, and people are always going to think it's something, and I wish that I could just draw a cross. Just like people out there like, well, the swastika is actually an ancient symbol. It has all kinds of meaning. I mean, it does. It has a lot of different names. It's been around a long time. It's been around forever. It really has. I mean, I, I bet it goes back so much further than we even have any evidence of. But people like they want to come up with some elaborate explanation for it, and I'm what I'm saying is not that that people who are like, well, it's an ancient symbol and you know uh, it meant something for eons, eons before the Nazis took it, you know, like that's all well and good, but and I, and when I say like they actually they just want to be able to use it, I don't mean for nefarious purposes. I don't mean that they they just are secret, not Nazis. Uh, I, I'm just saying that they probably just want to draw that symbol without anybody thinking anything of it or judging it. Because I think there's something that makes human beings want to do that. Because the kids do stuff like that. Kids love to draw line shapes. When I was in elementary school, what people referred to as the Stussy symbol got really popular. And I never understood why they called it the Stussy symbol, because there was a clothing company... It was popular for a very short time. It was really popular for about two years, I think, in the early 90s. And it was called Stussy. I don't even really know what it was. I never had any Stussy. This is like before, quote-unquote, extreme sports got big. I don't know that it was a skateboard clothing brand, but it, it was somewhere in that ballpark. It definitely wasn't a cool insider skateboard brand, but it, it was, it was the sort of, I don't know, there were, there were some different clothing companies that got popular in the early nineties and the vibe was just like California, California, man, that's kind of what Stussy made me think of. And, uh, so, but this, the symbol that kids would draw, everyone called it the Stussy symbol. And I found out much later, because I looked it up, and of course it's this just infectious phenomenon. Like it turns out like kids all across the country, maybe even the world, just do this. It's like you draw three vertical lines, and then you make a little space, and then you draw three vertical lines below it, which is like a little space between the two sets of lines. And then with the first one at the top, you connect that one to the middle one at the bottom, and with the third one at the top or or uh, it's something like that yeah with the with like the with like the second one at the top you connect that one to the third one on the bottom and then you can kind of do what you want with the open parts on the rest of it like you can either make them into little points i think that was the most popular one like make those parts spiky or you can like draw a straight line like you could do variations you can you can make a chain of them kids used to do that they would draw an entire chain of this S symbol because it looks like an S and i'm guessing that's where the stussy thing came from the only thing i can think is that maybe the stussy brand used that symbol very early on but that wasn't their logo or anything by the time they were by the time kids were wearing it that i know of but it was just this thing that took off and i think when i looked this up i found out that kids have been doing it for a long time too it's just this intuitive thing they do it, it spreads through school and somebody usually has to show you this kid Willie showed me A kid named Willie Willie he uh, I was trying to draw it or something because I'd seen somebody do it because there's something about seeing it that makes you want to do it and uh, I think I was trying to do it, but it, I didn't. I hadn't done it before. And this kid, Willie's like, "Are you doing the Stussy symbol? Because here's how you do it." But kids would just be doing that all the time. I remember drawing it on almost every one of my school papers for a while. I would turn in homework, and it would have that symbol on it somewhere. I think you know because my last name starts with an S. I, I'm, I'm sure. I don't remember doing this, but I'm sure at some point I used that as my. Use that in my name for the S, but it's just this this symbol, and it's not even that it's an S or anything that I think appeals to kids. It's just that it's just these lines. There's something about those lines that attracts kids in particular. Because as an adult, I look at that and I'm just like it's stupid, it's stupid. As an adult, I look at it and I I feel no draw to it. It just it's kid kids stuff drawing that. But as a kid, there's something that just you're like, I got to draw that. I got to put that on everything. It's all it's a cult, really. It's true occult because the the meaning is hidden even from the people doing it. But they feel compelled to do it. That's true occultism. That's, That's true occult symbolism is little kids just drawing this symbol over and over again, like teaching other kids how to do it like a sigil or something. And they just can't stop. And I'm sure they still do it. But then the meaning is completely hidden. Just putting the symbol on everything, not knowing why, but you feel compelled to do it. And the swastika is the same thing. The cross is the same thing. Most of these symbols that you see everywhere that, that have just been used in different times and places, I think they all have that appeal to them. Something just... It doesn't just make you attracted to them visually. It makes you want to actually make them. It makes you want to carve them. And people love to carve crosses into things. People love to carve swastikas into things. It's like, oh yeah, I don't just want to look at that thing. I want to make it. I want to put it on things. Um, so anyway, like uh, it's kind of what the, the rainbows become too. I guess what got me going on that was just talking about when just one, th- when when something just owns a symbol, and you can't ever divorce it from that ever again, the cross, the swastika. There's many other things too, but those are the big ones. But that's become the rainbow flag, where, and it's almost reached the point now where it almost is just like the Stussy symbol or something that it just kind of feels like people are just putting rainbows on things. For reasons they don't even know. Like, yeah, everybody knows that it's it means gay. But I think it's reached the point where you're seeing it in so many different places, seeing it all the time. I mean, I mean, I have a couple examples. Because the nice thing is, is, I don't work at a place where any of that stuff comes up or is relevant. Like, even though there's a million random customers every day, even though there's a lot of employees, not a ton of employees, but it's enough. And a bunch of them are Zomers. It's in a very, you know, lib area and all that. But that stuff doesn't even get discussed. I think part of it, I was talking to a friend of mine about this. I think part of it is just that nobody's really college educated. Like, I'm the manager and I'm pretty much the only one there I can think of who went to college. Like, you got a couple kids who are young and they're 18 and they're going to be going off to college But it's a combination of young people and people who are, you know, the people who are a little bit older. And I don't think any of them went to college. And I think that's one of the reasons. Like, yeah, people are always saying, like, oh, yeah, the colleges are teaching this. The colleges are teaching them. There's truth to that, though. Even though it's kind of a cliche to blame the colleges, I think that is what kind of puts that way of thinking at the forefront. Because I know some of these people do believe in that stuff. Like, we've had a number of kids work there who are definitely. uh, lib-minded you know there's a girl who has like a protect trans kids patch on her bag just from some little comments here and there but they don't really care about it they don't really I think they don't care about it like not that they don't believe in it or something but they um they just don't talk about it it's not what I've experienced like I worked in an office where everybody was college educated everybody had their BA at the very least And it's all they fucking talked about. And that was even years ago. Working in an office like like six years ago. Longer. Ten years ago. Twelve years ago. But working with these kind of college-educated people, not kinda, I don't know why I said kinda, working with these college-educated people who are a little more at the cultural forefront too, even 12 years ago, 2011, This stuff was getting discussed all the time and it got intensified. Whereas working with people who are kind of, they're either really young or they're escaping some kind of troubled past, but they're not the college types. They just don't really think about this stuff. It's, It's just not, even if they believe in it and stuff, it's just not a constant conversation piece. And I think one of the reasons for that, too, is just the environment. Like, the discount merchandise side attracts all kinds of people, as you can imagine. And the furniture side attracts a more serious customer, like just people who are looking at furniture. Uh, But, uh, like, in that environment, like, you're just seeing raw humanity, just this raw, unfiltered stream of humanity and when you're seeing that, you don't really, you can't really project this like the same things onto it. Like, yeah, there's gay people who come in. There's people who are into all that stuff who come in as customers. But it's just, I don't know. Like the employees, I don't think process it the same way you do when you're watching life from a distance. Like you're just right up against it, and. Uh, and when you're seeing just like raw unfiltered life like that like like people like think about this like you're seeing people who are looking for a discount that's like an animal mindset and i'm not even saying that in a mean way or anything i'm not saying like that they they're stupid i'm saying i'm just saying that like a human being who is looking for a discount like they're they're on the floor just looking around for a discount it's a very almost you know reptilian way of thinking and i mean i do it but people aren't really thinking about anything else they're not thinking about the things they think at a different sort of store different sort of establishment they're just like on the hunt for a deal they are looking at all the different stuff they could get a deal on so I think they bring less of that, and then the employees just—I I think it's just a combination of like not college educated. They're smart though. That's a funny thing as I think about these people, and most of them are very observant. They're very sharp. They really think about things. They don't get lost. They—they—they they, they get lost in like the petty dramas, the melodrama, and stuff of their lives. But they don't really get lost in abstract thought and they, uh, they're very sharp and aware though. Like I don't look around and think any of them are stupid. Like, oh, this one girl might get distracted easily and act kind of ditzy, but she's still, you know, she's aware. She's, uh, she's smart. But anyway, I guess you know. Just point being, they um, this stuff really isn't at the forefront. Like the company itself, like it'll run like promotions and sales for all kinds of different reasons. But there's no like, there's no reference to gay pride because you see businesses do that. Like the the, and this business, it's focused on doing business. You know, that's the the whole purpose of it. There's no illusions. Like I've worked for companies that are businesses, for-profit businesses, but they they create all these illusions, these distortions of what they're doing to kind of justify it. Like, oh no, we're not just trying to make money. And not that all companies who are trying to make money are only trying to make money, but just I've seen all these delusions some people have. I mean, I I think you see it especially with like Gen X. Like I worked for a Gen Xer, guy who ran a company And he was from Gen X. And it was just, he went to such great lengths to justify what he was doing. And I think he didn't believe in it and everything. But it was like to justify the business side of it, which was the whole reason it exists. He would go to these great lengths and and you just, you felt worse. You felt worse about what you were doing because it's like, you don't have to lie. You don't have to lie to yourself about what it is to run a business. And so when a when a company is just like, "Oh no, we're just a business, and the whole point is to do business, some people look down on that like, "Oh, it's capitalism blah, blah. but it's like when you work for that, you're just like there's no everybody knows what, what the whole point is. everybody knows what what we're doing um, and uh so that's that's one thing about this company is like the whole point is to do business, but interestingly though. That's what all these companies are supposed to be doing. Bud Light. You know, I didn't really pay attention to this whole Bud Light thing a month ago where they got a they got this this trans pseudo celebrity was it a commercial, an ad? an I ad? I, I, I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of promotional thing where they got this trans pseudo celebrity to promote Bud Light and be a Bud Light spokesman, I guess. And uh, it led to these, like, mass protests against Bud Light. Not protests, but uh, what do you call that? A boycott. They call that a boycott. Which is kind of funny that it's called that, given what it's about. They're boycotting a trans spokesman for uh, Bud Light, doing a boycott. But, but, uh, so there's this boycott, and... You know the way I see that too is it's just what what are they thinking? Someone thought that was the right idea, and it had to have passed through multiple people. And for me, it's not even some sanctimonious thing. Like obviously, you can see it as a, as a symptom of just how prolific that stuff is in the culture right now. That Bud Light. Of all things, thought it was the right thing to do, that that was the right decision. But uh, just in terms of like the sort of impact it would have, like what did they expect from that? You know, beer ads, they're, they're supposed to usually find something that's like stupid and memorable. I mean, the most famous beer advertisement in my lifetime was the Budweiser Frogs. And for me, like when you get away from the reaction to that, because it's the same thing that's going on right now with the, the month, where it's 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 one thing that that stuff is being promoted so prolifically, but it's another thing that then the reaction to it is at the volume that it is, and the, just constant. And so it's the same thing with this Bud Light thing, where it's like, The Bud Light thing itself, getting that person involved to promote it, making a big deal out of that, yeah, that's one part of it. But then the reaction to it, it just intensifies the whole thing. But when you distance yourself from that, from promoting it or reacting to it, from praising it or reacting to it negatively, and you just look at it for what it is, you're just kind of like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck was the point in that? Why would you do that? You just go, that's kind of, that was a weird idea. Your baddie made a little, uh, <laughs> baddie made a little, I don't even know what that was. It wasn't a snort. What was that? But I, yeah, you, you just like remove yourself from it. You're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And that's what I was doing yesterday. Cause I, I was driving home and the freeway was backed up. So I decided to drive through town. Which I haven't done in a long time. I haven't driven through downtown Olympia in a long time. And I know how it gets this time of year. This isn't anything too new. Uh, but I was driving past the Capitol building, because it's the state Capitol. And the street lining the Capitol Street uh, has a bunch of light posts and things. And hanging from like every single one was a rainbow a rainbow flag. And then you get downtown and you see the bars and like so many establishments had those hanging and what's funny though is living in olympia where that stuff's common as it is basically like like you can tell who the the people are who aren't true libs because they only hang the flag this time of year they only hang the, the flag in june whereas the other ones it's all year long and they have the most updated one they have the one with the black and the brown on it so it's just funny to see that like where those places truly like no joke have those up year round if they're truly committed to it. It's the the places who are just like, "Oh yeah, we're cool gay people." and just kind of take advantage of it and and who are like like I drove past this bar that I think of as just like a normie bar. What someone might call a normie bar. At least what counts for one in this town. And they didn't just have the flag, they had this whole banner a big rainbow banner. Like there's this outdoor partition in the front. And so it's like the seven foot wide banner of the rainbow flag hanging from the partition. And it's like, oh yeah, it's so bizarre. It's like St. Patrick's Day. But it's a month long and it, it represents something entirely different. But it's 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 got that sort of feeling. Like you see it and you're like, oh, it's like St. Patrick's Day. Except it has all this political weight. And there's such a... uh, Like, people have this compulsion to use it. It's like I was saying about other symbols. I think it's it's almost become a compulsion. If you think that way even a little bit, it's become this compulsion to just put it on things. And when a company doesn't, it kind of becomes a statement unto itself. Like, it kind of... These days, like if if you're a a bar or a store in downtown Olympia and you don't have a rainbow out in June, I think people are going to assume that you hate it. You're making a statement against it. When the reality is, I think if you're just truly living life, it wouldn't even cross your mind one way or another. It wouldn't even cross your mind whether or not you'd, use that or promote that it's just you're not like oh i'm not gonna do that i'm not going to the party you're just it doesn't even cross your mind like that's a company i work for where it's like i just don't even think it crosses their mind whereas these other places they're businesses and they're they're doing it to make money i mean what got me going about the bud light thing is just that like the idea is that these are businesses trying to promote their brand and make money But you don't have to do that to to be a business. You know, you don't have to do that. Like, I don't think that has the return that, like, when you think about all of the energy that's put into that, I don't think that has the return anywhere near, I mean, you think about the amount of money that's spent on, like, changing logos, adding rainbows, printing things, buying things, promoting it, making merchandise about it. And I don't think the, the return that businesses get is goes anywhere near what they spend and the amount of time they spend too. That's another part, like labor cost of thinking and meeting and talking. I just don't think the return is anywhere near that. And and people might say oh, it's not about the return. It's about you know promoting something that's right. It's about promoting what's moral and good. Well, that's another weird thing, because we know business is don't really do that. You know, we know that, you know, really businesses like, yeah, I mean, some of them care about ethics more than others, but they don't typically just choose, all choose the same humanitarian cause and just go all in on it like that. And I wouldn't even call it a humanitarian cause, but just this social issue. They don't all just choose the same social issue and go all in on it. Um, but yeah, driving through downtown, I was just like, "Oh yeah, there, there, there it is." This is kind of weird because the life that I live day to day right now, you don't see much of that at all. Where I do see it, which is funny, is because we get liquidated items, we get some pride stuff, like we get like mugs that say they have like a rainbow on them and say "Love is Love" or something. But they're just kind of in with everything else. Like we don't do anything to highlight them. We just kind of have them. And what's funny is it's kind of the, it feels the same as, because we'll get like Halloween stuff or Valentine's Day stuff like out of season. And it's kind of, it's depressing out of season. Like when you see Easter candy or Valentine's Day candy, it's kind of depressing in April. Like I shouldn't be seeing this even though it's perfectly good in most cases but even though it hasn't you know expired or anything it's still perfectly good it's just like any candy that you know you bought a month ago there's something that feels kind of weird about it when you see it in april when you see easter can, i mean easter's in april but if you see if you see like something halloween related this time of year if something feels kind of wrong and gross And so we have pride stuff, but it's just kind of mixed in with that that sort of stuff. It's kind of mixed in with everything else. Like sometimes I'll be going around the store and I'm just like, oh, there's a rainbow. Oh, there's a rainbow thing. The weird one recently, because we sell women's lingerie and underwear and stuff and stuff. And I was uh, just like walking in the women's section, because I'll just go around and pick up things that are on the ground. And uh, I was like, "Oh, that's a thong on the ground," and I picked it up, and it was like this red thong, and it has a rainbow on the front. And I was like, "Oh, I guess this is a gay thing, like not a a, a male. It's for women." But I was like, "Oh, I guess this is this is that's that's weird. This is a um, this is a gay themed thong for women." But it's funny that it just shows you that my brain went there, because all it had is this cartoony looking rainbow, this stupid looking rainbow on the front of them, on the crotch. And what's funny about that, though, is all I had to see was this cartoony rainbow, and I was just like, oh yeah, this is probably like a pride thong. What they call a pride thong. All thongs are, pride, are proud, but this is a pride thong. But just all I had to do is see that rainbow. And go, oh, this is this is like for some gay thing. This was some gay thing. This was some gay thing. And uh, I've thought a lot about it since then. I've thought I like I've looked at it a few times. I don't know why. Like I, like not like examined it, but I have just kind of walked by it and I noticed it. And I, I guess what's just funny about it though is I just, just the immediate association. It's like if there was a cross on it, a cross thong. If I found a thong with a cross on the front, I'd be like, oh, it's a, a, a Christian thong. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a Christ, it's a Christian thong. If you saw a swastika on the thong, you'd be like, oh, it's a Nazi thong. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a, this is a Nazi thong. Nazi thong. Nazi song. It's a Nazi thong. But the rainbows, it's it's in with those where you, you just go, oh, yeah, it's just like a cross. And it's like anything, you know, where you see it and you have this powerful association. Like if you saw a girl wearing that thong, if you saw the front of it with the rainbow on it, you'd go, oh, she's a lesbian. She She's, you know, she's making a statement. Because just a normal ordinary, you know, white girl. I don't know. what She wouldn't have to be white. But I was just thinking of, like, your typical blonde Christian white girl. Like, if you saw her wearing that, it it would make no sense. Like, she wouldn't wear that. I guess someone might wear a... And it's not like the whole thing was rainbow. Like, I think I already said, but, like, the color is red or something maroon or something like the actual, like full underwear is red. It just happens to have this relatively small rainbow at the front just on the pelvic area. It has, it's like maybe the size of a, um, I I don't know. It's like, it's like the size of like a, like a sticker or something. It's not very big. It's not like the whole thing is rainbow colored. It's not like it's not like primary rainbow colors are striped across the whole thing, like a striped outfit or something. It's, that's the only thing that's not a solid color. And I, I guess, I don't know, with rainbows in primary colors and stuff, I mean, there's some people where that's kind of their aesthetic. They're into this kind of goofy primary color look. And... Uh, I mean, I guess you could see, like, you could see, like, a girl who's, like, really into cartoons and anime and stuff wearing a rainbow. I mean, I guess at that point it makes no difference. Like, a girl who's into, like, cutesy, cartoony stuff, if she wears a rainbow, it's a gay thing, too. You know, it's still, it's like, it's that with that sort of girl, it'd still be a gay thing. Like, nobody really wears a rainbow without it meaning something. And it, it seems like the rainbow, you used to be able to use it any way you want. Any way you want. You used to be able to use the rainbow any way you want. You used to be able to, though. It, it didn't really have any meaning. It was just sort of usually something kind of like dreamy. I wouldn't even have liked it then. I didn't even like it then. Like as a kid, I didn't think like, oh, the rain, uh, rain, I wish I could draw rainbows on things. It's always been very infantile, actually. The rainbow's always been very infantile. Reading rainbow. It's always been kid stuff. It's kind of how they teach kids colors. But it's another one of those things though. You know, I, I've been comparing it to like the cross or the swastika or any just anything that people feel compelled to do without knowing why. And kids do just feel compelled to draw rainbows. Like kids get a a pack of crayons or a set of markers, and they just take every color and draw a line of each and put them next to each other. They just do that. They don't think about why they're doing it. They might not even like the way a rainbow looks, but they just want to take each color and do a line of it, Stack, stack them up, stack up those primary colors. Um, so it's not as simple as like carving a line symbol into something. But I'm sure as, as soon as man had color available, as soon as he had pigment available to paint things with, just in his spare time, he probably just painted rainbows just on things. It was like, oh, I'll just put these colors together. I'll just put all the primary colors together. And, uh, so yeah, I think it's just, it's intuitive in that way. But yeah. What was I going to say? I guess I went on, I was going off about the rainbow thong and I, yeah, just, just the fact that I see that at work, like I see these little hints of it, but it's not something that's promoted. There's no like, Oh, for pride, this for pride, we're doing this. And uh, I guess that kind of becomes a statement unto itself. And then, and then the fact that none of the employees really talk about it. Like, I know there's Zomers there. There's at least a couple Zomers who are like pansexual, bisexual. It's very common now, but they don't even really talk about it. It's, it's not even really a point of conversation, not in the way that I've personally experienced. Like some social circles that I, I used to know as well as places I've worked in the past. Those are constant topics of conversation. That's not just stuff that people talk about in the internet. It's, it's, those are real constant conversations if you live in a place like this. It's the same thing in Portland, same thing in Seattle, same thing in California. Same really all over the place, pretty much any metropolitan area. But then, you know, when you're just dealing with straight-up life, it's not really there. But then when you look into the culture, it's everywhere. To the point where, you know, a liquidation discount store gets this trickle-down of liquidated um, gay pride merch. But it's just a little bit, and it's just kind of in with everything else. There's no emphasis on it. Whereas you look at like professional baseball, like there was that thing last season where they wanted baseball players to wear, a, I think, a rainbow pin. They wanted MLB players to wear a rainbow pin on the field in June. And, you know, sports attracts a lot of religious people, a lot of Christians. And there were a few players who were like, I don't want to do that. And it was controversial. Because, again, not wanting to do it becomes a statement, even though it shouldn't be could be as simple as I don't like rainbows, or it could be as simple as I don't want to promote that. I'm not condemning it, but I, I just don't want to promote that. I don't want to use my body as a vessel to promote that. That's not something I need to be associated with. Because that's my point of view. It's not a condemnation of anybody. It's as simple as oh, I, I don't want to be associated with, the, with rainbows. I don't want to be associated with its meaning, That people have given it today. And I also just don't want a fucking stupid primary color thing on me. I've lived a long time now. And even as a little kid, I didn't want primary color stuff around. I never liked that. I've always been depressed by the play school primary colors. I've never seen the need for it. It's not cool so why would I start no? but they they want people to do it and they put people in a position where if you don't do it you're making some kind of statement you're automatically anti when its really just, I don't want that, I don't want to wear that. I don't want to put that on there. But it's funny because you can't necessarily win. Like, I remember a few years ago for this parade in town, the mayor, the mayor, she had a, she had like a float in the parade and she had a bunch of people, she had like a gay pride flag and had people promoting that stuff, like dancers and stuff. And I remember like the reaction to it though from the ultra libs here was like, she doesn't actually care about gay people. Because that's a that's thing, is that even the people who are all about that stuff, they see that, they, they see the corporate side of that, they see the, not even just the, because it's not, that's too easy. It's too easy to look at it and be like, oh, look at the way corporations are taking advantage of the gay thing. That's too easy to point that out. Because there's so much more to it. And the other sides to it aren't any better than the corporate thing. Like the other motivations people have for it aren't any better from the corporate motivation. You know, it's it's like that person who's motivated to put up a pride flag just because the social pressure or because they think it's the right thing to do. They're not. That's not any better than doing it for because you, you you know whatever fucking reason these corporations are doing it, because it doesn't seem to be for business really. Like there is some small subset of the population who will be like, Ooh, they're it's a rainbow. I'll buy it. Oh, they're doing that. I'll buy it. It's like when Michael Sam got drafted in the NFL some years back, it was a big deal because he was the first openly the first open man to be in the NFL. And uh, they made a jersey, or you can get custom jerseys made too. But either way, they, you know, these Michael Sam jerseys sold. Like there were a bunch of people who were into that stuff. Who were like, oh, the first open gay man in the NFL. I'm gonna buy his jersey. So a bunch of people bought that jersey. Not a ton though. I mean, maybe there were a lot. I don't know. But either way, it was like that's the sort of fanatic person who's like, oh, a gay player. Well, I'm gonna buy the the gay player's jersey before he'd even done anything. I mean, he didn't even make it in the NFL. He didn't even last. Um, but, I, you know, there, were certain, there was this, this hardcore believer who might not even care about football, who was just like, I'm going to buy the gay guy's jersey. They woke up and said, I'm going to buy the gay guy's jersey. But that's not most NFL fans at all. And so when, when corporations try to promote that stuff, the motivation really isn't greed. Cause they're not really, if corporations were just doing stuff out of greed, they could make a lot of other decisions too, that would make them more money. They could promote a lot of other things too, that would make them money. And it doesn't seem like they're making that much money off doing this, especially because you never hear people point this out, but especially with how much money goes into it. So, you know, with the amount of the cost that goes into doing this stuff, they're definitely not making that much money. But I think the idea is it's, it's another motivation where it's, you know, it's just it's some, conforming to some kind of pressure. It's signaling something. It, it may go way deeper than that, too. But still, at its core, it's just basically saying, like, look. We're decent, too. We're decent, too. We're decent, too. We're decent, too. You you, you see it that way. But it's something you just got to get used to where it's just these people who are reacting to it with anger and emotion. That's not really helping anything either. You know, you're just intensifying it because I think that's in large part what's happened. I don't think it's even about the issue anymore. It's about the people who hate each other. And, then, and not hate each other for because someone's gay or someone's not. The people who just hate each other politically. And most of what they believe now is just whatever's the opposite of, whatever, whatever's opposite of what he thinks. Oh, he hates the flag? Let's hang more of them. You know, I think that's sort of the reaction. Oh, they're putting the flag up. Well, I hate it even more. So it's, it's they just can't stop escalating each other. And I mean, obviously everything I've said here would, you know, it's, it's funny because everything I've said here, I don't know, it's, it's just how I honestly feel. But it's sort of, it's, it's an example where, where just not wanting to even engage or be involved with it kind of puts you on one side or the other. And I don't really have a problem being on the side that's just like, oh yeah, there's, you people are crazy. You, know, you people are crazy for thinking that you need to push that hard on this. And you're doing it all a great disservice by doing that. If you were actually interested in promoting this stuff or whatever your, your lofty aims are, if you were actually interested in that, you're doing it a great disservice at this point. Anything that was cool about being gay, anything that was cool about being gay, you, you've made very uncool. Anything that was kind of interesting is gone. I mean, like, really, that's what it's done. Because, I mean, mean, being gay is interesting. It's interesting that gay people exist. And as a kid, like, you know, before all this stuff was, you know, it was well known, but it wasn't at the forefront like it is now. You were just kind of like, oh, that's weird. That's weird. It was almost... It was like this... uh, Secret world within our world. Like, oh, there's people who do that. And they had all these... They had all these secrets inside of secrets. Like, these weird, like... they, They go cruising. They have these cruising spots. And they network. And they know where the cruising spots are. They have these clubs... it's it's all very uh, very interesting i like am not someone who, who i've never been someone who's like oh i'm going to read about the the gay clubs of of new york in the 1970s but just the fact that that exists is is an interesting fact it's an interesting aspect of humanity but this this stuff they're doing like you you've made this completely uninteresting I don't even know what you're doing. I don't even know what this is. And then you see the impact it's having. And you're just like, whoa. People aren't handling this well. Like the people who are into this aren't handling it very well. The people who hate it aren't handling it well. It just, it, it, it's constantly changing. Because that's one of the things with it is, you know, years ago, you know, even up until 10 years ago or so, it was like, oh, this is what a gay person is. This is what a gay person is. Like every, There was kind of a consensus about what a gay person was. There was a, a consensus, and not just a gay person, but whatever you want to call that. All these things that people are have defined in so many ways now, but just sort of You were just kinda told though, like, oh yeah, this is this is what gay people and lesbian people are. And it was easy to understand. Like the only mystery to people was like, Oh, is he gay? Is she gay? Is he gay? Is she gay? Is he gay? Is she gay? And it was just sort of the question of like, oh, who's gay and who's not? Who's gay and who's not? That was basically it. But in terms of like what made somebody gay, it was well understood. Nobody had any questions about it. It was just a matter of whether some people are secretly gay. Oh, is that gay gay? He seems kind of gay. He seems kind of gay. You know, it was just the, it was that. It was just the question of like who's gay and who's not. Who's gay and who's not? but then it's turned into something else entirely now where it's nobody even knows what's being referred to it's pure chaos it's pure madness and mixed within that is still the old the old gay but it's just one of these many moving pieces now and and so the with the symbol being promoted as heavily as it is, with periods like June, the month of June, promoting all this as heavily as it is, it's not just promoting what it would have been promoting 15 years ago. It's promoting all of these constantly changing new things. And there's so much animosity to it. There's so much sanctimony, self-righteousness to it. But about what? It's it's sanctimony about chaos. They don't even know what it is. Just like the kid drawing a rainbow because he has a bunch of primary colors, not knowing what that means because it doesn't mean anything. Like when a kid just draws a rainbow because he got a new set of crayons, it really doesn't mean anything other than the fact that there's some draw, some, something satisfying about drawing a rainbow. And so what we're seeing now is like, I don't even think people really know why they're pushing this stuff. I think just the momentum got, you know, the wheel got turning so fast that it just keeps going. That's basically how I see the Oh, the wheel got turning so fast that it just keeps going. and there's no real thought about where it's going or why it's going it's just if you're if you're on that wheel you're just like yeah we're really moving I was really going you're hanging onto the wheel but the problem is is, is when this becomes a major preoccupation in your life, like your opposition to this becomes a major preoccupation, a major, um, yeah, when when your opposition to this becomes a major preoccupation in your life, you're hanging from the wheel too. You're orbiting it. You know, you don't want to orbit it one way or another. You want to be able to look at it from afar and be like, that's strange. Oh, it's really strange that My life involves occasionally walking around a giant space that was totally uninhabited six months ago and finding random things on the ground to pick up and one of them was a rainbow thong. That's strange. And the fact that I immediately know what that rainbow thong means. I know why it was made. But really, why was it? You know, why would that be made? And I guess the difference is, that's totally acceptable to sell and put out there in the world. Rainbow thong, a thong with a rainbow on it. Totally acceptable. But if it was a thong with a cross, like, The sort of people that would appeal to would be upset by most of them. They'd be like, that's offensive. You don't put the cross on a thong. And then a swastika on a thong, well, that would offend everybody. Except for the small subset of people who'd be like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But with the rainbow, it's just like, no, this is going to be out there. This is going to be everywhere. You're going to pick things up off the ground and see it. But anyway, I got to go to bed. I guess just yesterday driving through downtown got me thinking about it. Because I was just like, oh yeah, you know, I I haven't seen much of that. I've seen rainbow thongs here and there. But I haven't seen the businesses that just have that all over. Because the town I work in, it's the next town over... It's, a, it's got a different mentality. It's closer to the military base. You know, kind of a, a reputation for being trashier. But it's, it's just, it's much more animalistic too. It's much more of an animal environment, a human animal environment. And I think in that environment, you just don't come across these things as much. you come across those where you come across these things more where people are educated and up to date on the culture their social circles are a big part of it and if you're not tapped into that it just the wheel never starts moving and you just kind of watch it from afar and you're like that wheel's really moving fast isn't it That wheel's really moving fast. This land is mine. God gave this land